Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is going to appear nationwide on May 5th. So Adan and I are going to review Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1, or Guardians of the Galaxy, as it was called back then. It was rated 92% by the critics and 92% by the audience as of today. Still, come and get your love. Come and get your love. Welcome back, guys, to the Tales of Two Bros. I am Angel. I'm Adon. Where we give you a review at least once a week. Spoilers. Guardians of the Galaxy, directed by and written by James Gunn, came out in 2014, almost 10 years into the third film. Even though we did get a holiday special, Mm -hmm. this is their third film. And I guess it will be what the... Seventh time together as the team. Oh, because of the Avenger films and Avengers, Thor, the special here. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you get a chance to rewatch? I did. How do you feel after seeing now that was nine years ago? I forgot like how um, brutal some of the scenes could have uh, that were actually were like when you first meet Ronan and he like crushes the guy's head and like I want to say like Blade style where they collected the blood into like an artifact or something like that. And I'm like, oh, did well, not he, remember that. We don't see him crush the guy's head. We see it about to happen. It was close enough that you'd be like, yeah, that was going to happen. No, true. I understand. Like, you know, we, we get the the gist of what's going to happen to the guy. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, it doesn't, sh- they don't go like full, like yeah. it. now before we get into the movie though, I want to go to James Gunn real quick. Cause I know he is connected to another franchise that you love. And I don't know why or how you got into this grotesque, gothic, gory, Love affair with these with this genre, but he used to work with Trauma Films, Toxic Avenger. Oh, you are okay. you are a huge fan of Toxic Avenger. You had the toys, you watched the cartoons, you saw the movies. I don't know how you could hold and saw the movies, the movies because I saw the first one. I was like, oh my god! I remember watching the movies. I, I you know, it was like on USA or, or or HBO, like heavily censored, and I remember the movies. I watched the cartoons more often, and I remember the video game. Did I have the toys? I don't remember having the toys. I I think you had a toy or something like that. I, I had I the Swamp Thing toy. toys. No, I think I got you a Toxic Avenger toy. Ooh, okay. I think so. I, I don't know where it is now. I don't know where it is either. The first movie was there trying to... It kind of went down like the road of Chucky, where it got more and more ridiculous comedy-wise. Like there was a uh, a movie where he went to Japan and he ended up yes, fighting like a yes. mutant swordfish and myself, then he like, fought the devil. I used to watch it myself. I, you probably watched it because I used to watch it. There you go. That's think... the truth. <laughs> it's your fault. But I'm just saying, like he, I don't know how because I mean the, those movies were like so like it was direct to DVD. Yes, direct to VHS. We'll go back to Guardians in a moment, but remember yeah. the first. Thing, it was like how this one guy gets his head smashed at the gym. Oh, between the plates. Right. And they just sl- they show a slow motion. Yeah. And I was like, that is so gross. And I was like, uh, I'm surprised it's not NR, like non-rated, you know? Yeah. Or NC-17. 
It was just over-the-top grotesque, not needed. Toxic Avenger was nasty. He was kind of like the character from Goonies, but like Grosser. up to 11. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I do remember more as we're talking about it. USA would have it like late night viewings and like, like, you know, when you watch a movie late night and they'll like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't get censored as much. So mm-hmm. I would find movies on USA network and watch those and stay up or like on HBO and Cinemax and they'll just have them. And it was like the worst films you could possibly watch, but somehow they're there. Well, going back to here and James Gunn, how he pretty much got started was with Troma Studios. He was a screenwriter. He wrote uh, Tromeo and Juliet. Other, neither did I. The Toy Collector. And actually, the founder of Troma is in Guardians. He makes a cameo as one of the prisoners in the the orange jumpsuits. Oh, I did not see that. Well, I did when I saw the thing. And I actually did a scene with a small budget movie with him, Troma. Oh, really? Uh, Yes, I played a porn star. That sounds par for the course. Hey. I'm talking about for trauma. Yeah, well, the thing is, no, it was just like, I, I was supposed to be like a, a porn star guy, and I just walked in, I'm showing my butt, and that was it. That was just, I didn't even, I mean, it was so like low-key and whatever, I didn't even get credit for it. You just wanted you for your butt. No, well, yeah, I guess so, but it was just, uh, yeah, but I, and I, he was right here, he was like, he was filming a scene, he was like, let's get ready, and it took like 20 takes because they didn't tell me when to walk in, and I was like. Well, walk in soon. I was like, but yeah, but where, like, when do I hear it? Like, once the line that I know to go in, he's like, can you do it again? Can you walk out? I was like, whatever. So it took like 20 takes, but he was a good sport about it, Droma. Yeah, he was a producer, right, for Droma? Lloyd Kaufman? Yeah, so him. You know, so I was like that little, I don't remember the name of the, the movie. It was, like, again, like really, but it may be, you know, people who are a fan of Lloyd, they probably know what movie he was in. That, you, like, didn't, you didn't like, want to get a copy of that movie? You'd be like, that's my ass. <laughs> no, no, okay, no. So he makes an appearance. This is James Gunn's biggest project to that date. And now he's done so much other things. Now he's one of the heads of DC Entertainment. For the upcoming series of films, yeah. I just rewatched it today. I, I have to say I fell asleep. It didn't grab me as it originally did. How many times have you watched it prior to this time? Like four times since it released. Okay. It didn't grab me as strongly as it originally did. Rocket was awesome, played by Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Amazing. I, I love that character. He's a damaged soul. They're all damaged, pretty much. Every character yeah. is damaged here. I, I mean, know, that's how is, they're supposed to be, you know, you know, for the comic, but they're all broken in one aspect or another. Peter Quill, played by Chris Pratt. His mother, there's some theory where it's the same woman, because the same actress who was in Captain America, that yeah. Captain America... Uh, dances with or she's getting she asks him for a, a dance and he turns her down and then she's here and then also she's the you know in the second one as well uh goxy's volume two mm-hmm. and i'm jumping around again here i go again but when seeing this again and seeing peter quill's grandfather and i was like holy crap he could be the replacement for thunderbolt ross greg henry <laughs> that could have been thunderbolt ross it could have been, not, not that they, they could have been related, but I'm saying he had that look. He had the same like, hairstyle. He's played military was, roles before, I want to say. Well, that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that even though he's already played a Marvel character as the grandfather of Peter Quill, that unfortunately he can't be Thunderbolt Ross because now it's going to be played by Harrison Ford because William Hurt passed away. Yeah. And he's so close to looking like William Hurt in the asset. Just put him, give him a mustache. 
keep him still having that wig. But anyway, I just thought that I saw him. I was like, damn it, that could have been him. But for me, Thunder, I mean, I'm sorry, Rocket Raccoon, every scene he was in, I loved. Um, and I get it to say they're all damaged. Peter doesn't have a family. Gamora doesn't have a family. Drax doesn't have a family. Literally. Raccoon doesn't have a family. They're all like orphans come together. Yeah. Because I don't think Groot has a family. I think his family got, or species got. I want to say like his species is like, he's the last of his species right at this point. The whole formation of the group is like family is not by blood. It's fast and furious. But better. A lot better. Yeah. A lot better. I also did enjoy Ronan. Yeah. I, and you know what? A lot of people I remember didn't like Ronan. They kind of did. Oh, I, I did. He, had, he was a force to reckon with. His, his presence, his voice. I mean, he's in, in the Hobbit series. That's the same dude? Yep. Lee Pace. Did not recognize him. And then you have, I want to say he's a cameo. He has a small role in this. He is the voice of Darth Maul from the prequels or the phantom menace and he's also in Shaun of the dead you play the roommate oh i know who you're talking about tick denarian saul he played huh? the tick yes he played the tick as well correct he's like what yes. a bunch of a-holes right and he was so, also the uh, the con uh, not the concierge but the uh assuming the air john wick chapter two yeah. yes what about you do you have a great or favorite moment in this series or this movie? There's a lot of small moments that really add up that to be memorable moments. Like the jailbreak scene. Rocket's like describing what he needs for a plan. And Groot just goes up and steal, just steals it. And we're like, we'll just improvise right now. Everything's happening in the foreground. Or we're like, like when they first meet each other. They're all trying oh, yeah. to steal the orb from each other. And mm -hmm. Rocket's like, it's the small things in life that I enjoy. Just like how much this is gonna hurt, and he shoots Quill with the uh, the taser. This which the yeah. best name I have for it. I love seeing Howard the Duck. Yes, at the end, the collector is like drinking a drink amongst his rebel of stuff. There's Howard the Duck there with another drink, and he's like, "How do you let that dog just lick you like that?" And that's Cosmo the dog. Of course, there's like full of Easter eggs here. If you're a yeah. fan of the Marvel universe, and especially a fan of guardians because it's all tied in granted they make him more of a hero here or in the comics he's more of a bad guy Ooh, he's like collector? an anti-hero no, oh you mean star lord sorry, star lord yes I and, then, see that. and it's kind of cool we see here how he got his name star lord it wasn't that the ravagers gave him that he had that from his mother yeah that was his nickname from her mm -hmm. now one of the coolest scenes for me was the arrow Oh, absolutely. When he finally Yandu's, uses the arrow. Yeah, Yandu's arrow. That was cool. I was I was I was trying to remember like when does this happen? I was like, the movie's almost over. And I was like, Oh, there it is. He's like he's like a cowboy. Oh, yeah, he has it has a holster. Holstered. It comes right out and he just whistles and just yeah, it was just it's just totally badass. Uh you have uh Dijman Hansu, the guy who's like Cross plays DC and Marvel. He's Karath here. Yeah. The wizard, Shazam. In the movie Shazam and Shazam and the um, Fear of the Gods, I was like, ugh. All right, over and over. And then he reprises a role again, playing the same character in the What If series. Yep. It is what it is, but damn. Was it? He has a very iconic voice, though. No, true. I understand, but you know how I feel about actors being recycled in the comic book genre. It's I do know how you feel about that. Now, you have Sean Gunn here, who plays Craglin. 
but also he was Rocket on set. Yes, he did he the was, motion capture for Rocket. I hope he got paid twice. But yeah, he's always been like James Gunn, like right-hand man to get some things done. He was Weasel. Yes, he was a Weasel. What was the scene that um, stuck out to you? The, like that was memorable. Oh, just that? That was the coolest one. I also like when the Nova Corps locked ships together. They made like a blanket, like a like a net. Like a force field? Yeah, but it was more like a net because how they wrapped around Ronin ship. Yeah, that was a, uh, that was pretty that was pretty cool. I thought. Granted, it, it didn't last long. I would love to have seen Nova. That was the one of the things that I remember, like when watching the movie, and a lot of people, including myself, were like, "Okay, we have Nova Corps, but we have no Novas." Yeah, like, well, we had the soldiers like dressed like him. As but that's the Corps. I understand, but it would just been cool. Like, was he away on a mission? Or that it didn't happen yet for him, what have you. So I was just like, hmm, it'll be cool. Hopefully he'll show up maybe on volume three. Maybe. We also have hints of Adam Warlock. He's the feature in volume three. But he, we see a, conc- a cocoon of his in the collector's vaults. Well, I thought that was in a cocoon was in episode two. True. I know. But it's referred that there's a, there's a, in a, in a case, there's a cocoon that's like already opened, already broken through. So is it is hinted out the same hint is given in both films. Correct, but in different types. Like like that was like maybe one transformation mm-hmm. of that cocoon and then that little gold coffin, that's another transformation of Adam Warlock. Maybe he had a metamorphosis a few times before it becomes what we see in volume three. Is there a weak I mean, Yandu was a great character. I like the fact that the oh, whole time the trolls. Oh yeah, he's like a he like he loves trinkets. Yeah, kind of like that. Like he has a little less like a souvenir stuff. The weak point was the dance at the end. That was the thing that everybody loved. Uh, wait, are we are we talking about the group dance or are we talking about like footloose? It went a little bit too long, in my opinion. That's all. Where he's like, what? What are it you was, doing? It was, it, was all, it was all distraction. I get it. I mean, Ronan doesn't look like a dancer. He does not. And he didn't. I don't know. The whole thing was just a little weird. And it says, like, they all come together to join Peter Quill. They're pretty much ready to sacrifice themselves. Mm-hmm. Because they saw what happened with when, when someone holds on to the stone. They freaking blow up from the inside out, pretty much. They were willing to sacrifice themselves to that. And you would think originally that is because... Their bond together, their sacrifice or the willingness to sacrifice is what saved them. Mm-hmm. But we find out five minutes later that Peter Quill has another, he's half-breed. I mean, it still probably could have killed him, but it helped. I mean, technically, like the same situation could uh, be said about Ronan. Ronan technically didn't wield the power himself because it was burning him out. He needed his hammer to channel it. So all it did was like everybody else connecting to him was dispersing thinning thinning out the power it's hard which is hard to say mentally for me because you have a stone as by definition infinite power so how do you thin that out unlimited power yeah i know it it doesn't make sense like granted this is before we see what happens yeah we don't know about ego at this stage or but no but i'm talking about the stones itself like we don't know how, like, they don't, I don't think Marvel knew how to describe or present each stone. I mean, cinematically, I could see where that would be a difficult thing. They, mm-hmm. they knew how to describe it. It was in the comic books for like 20, 30 years prior to it. You have a weak moment? I want to say when they're back on uh, Nowhere mm-hmm. and it's getting to that, uh, that low time. And when he's talking about Footloose, oh. Kevin Bacon, I was like, it's Which cute is- and whatnot, but it's. 
just well granted remember he just has you know limited knowledge of remembers of yeah stuff and it was was also that led to the christmas special no i i know it all goes full circle from there like right. i i was more into like rocket when they were gambling and mm-hmm. like and, and Drax, and then they're like, "Your raccoon is like, there is no one other than me." He's like, no, "You that take was, that back." Yeah, but like, he was so tragic, heart wrenching. I mean, he's always now, been that way, even in the comics. Like, like you know, his backstory is like really messed up, right? And I think they're going to go into it more in Volume Three. Should be, yeah. Now, there's one thing I really have a problem with, and it didn't dawn into me. Like, I guess after watching it this time, is that Peter Quill has a Walkman, no batteries. That's it. Where does the battery come from? Like it's like, how does this thing still stay juiced? I mean, after what? After over twenty years, as much technology is out there in space, like I'm sure there's a way to recharge those batteries or just use a supplement. Then, if that's the case, why have the same Walkman? You can have a machine or a contraption that can still play the tapes, or like we did, transfer tape to CD. You know what I'm saying? It's like it, it, well, it like locks he, in. At that time, he wasn't aware what CDs were, so he had to use something different. And it, and the tape was a gift from his mother. He didn't want to. He didn't want to stop using the the actual item. Doesn't tape run out after a while? After so much replay? Oh no! I re- so, yeah, it kind of gets worn out. Like I or like oh, the tape could snap or. Get eaten up by the Walkman. How many times do you remember, yes. like, just walking around with a Walkman and you hear, and you're like, shit. And, like, right. it's and eating the Walkman pen- tape. You need to get a pencil to mm-hmm. rewind the, the, the tape to make sure it gets back inside the casing. Yeah, and yeah. you got to be patient with it because if you do it too fast, you're just making it worse. Exactly. And that's us after a few months, let alone 20 years. Yep. He has a, a doohickey that goes behind the ear that puts on a mask. But he doesn't have a a, a a doohickey that puts on the headphones that's even like that goes into the ear and like and mind you, you like mind you uh, uh, we're we're saying like twenty years the the story is set like in twenty ten right um, or twenty like no it's longer it's like in the eighties no that I'm saying like when we watch Guardians oh like yeah back uh huh so and but when they took it, it was twenty eighty uh, nineteen eighty eight those headphones. Would never have lasted that long. That's like, what I'm saying. The, the foam headphone, the foam on those headphones would have been deteriorated. Yeah, those things erode so hard, right. and they haven't been back to Earth since they picked them up. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's where my little like disconnect happens. I was like, wait a minute, same Walkman in great condition, by the way. No, no scuffs. Yeah. No like wear and tear. I believe that's the Sony Walkman you had too. Right? They're meant to last, but. You, Come on. I still they have don't... my Sony Walkman somewhere in the attic. I know it. Uh, that thing will saying, probably like, play. <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying it wouldn't play, but I'm just saying, like, if he's on his person while he's on his adventures, it would not be so clean. It would have been oh, yeah. beaten up. That the headphones would have deteriorated. The the, the bar would have been all bent. The, the rim, whatever. Yeah, that's ha- because bent. they use the flimsiest metal. And yes, you're right. I, there's been playing a headphone, a headphone sets that I've gotten that were like, why is this bent this way? That's all I'm saying. Grant, okay, I understand that he wants to keep the Walkman because it, it, it's attached to his mother, mm. all that stuff. But why not then have an adapter, whatever, where you can have Bluetooth and all that stuff? Because they can, again, they were talking to each other from one ship to another easily. They were doing all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the technology is there, but not for this thing. That was the only thing that got me. It was like, took me out of the film. That little thing 
that they're like, I can't believe that. Okay, yeah, there's a talking raccoon. There's a freaking tree that's growing. There's a, uh, an alien revenge bent. We, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. But I could believe that. But that Walkman just took me out of it. That's a good call out, though. Is it worth the watch? Yes, it is worth the watch. Own. Well, is it worth the what? To own. Definitely for own because of. For me, the behind the scenes, because of how they have Rock uh, Raccoon and how you know they they integrate that. You, you know, you have Vin Diesel getting paid up the yin yang to say three lines. Four. He also three says, words. He also says we. Well, true, but I'm just saying, like it's just pretty much three words. I am grouped. We are grouped. But he has he says it differently, of course, and I think he also five says words. it. Yeah. What five words? Because it's R. We, we are, are grouped. We then, are grouped. We are I grouped. am That's three. I am, we are, I Groot. am Groot. Huh? What are you talking about? It's a, I am Groot. Yes. We are Groot. It's five words. Groot he uses twice. I'm just being tentative. Okay. But still three words. It's still three words. It's just two lines. I am Groot. We are Groot. Yeah. And I'm about to say that. He does it also in different languages. So he got paid to do it like in Spanish, Italian, blah, blah, blah. blah. I, was like, I was like, okay, fine. That's a good paycheck. I did like also John C. Riley. Did we just become best friends? Yeah, him. It was kind of <laughs> cool to see him there. The amazing Glenn Close playing the... Nova Prime, yes. Benicio Del Toro, the, the collector. Yes, he was awesome as well. I mean, the action was yeah. still pretty good, too. Oh, the action was really good. I'll, I will give it that. It was, especially with Amora and Nebula. Yeah. Bumping of the heads of, like, Cain and Abel, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's worth the watch, worth the own, price of admission. James Gunn does tell a great story. This is better than... Avengers, I believe this is better than Avengers, in a sense of like how different people come together for one cause or one purpose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the difference is Avengers took like five or six films to get everybody together to make one. No, film. I that's true. But what I'm saying though, is still in a sense, five different people. Mm -hmm. Is it five? Yeah. Yeah. Five. So it's kind of like the same thing. What I don't like about Avengers among, among many things, but in a sense, besides Black Widow, they all had their own film. And Hawkeye. He didn't have his own film. Well, I'm sorry. Yes, you're correct. Hawkeye. But everyone else, they had their own film where they ended as a better person than when they started in the movie. Mm -hmm. They had a, a thing to overcome, be it ego, be it a weak, being not to believe in oneself, all that stuff. They overcame it and they became a better person. And then in the Avengers, they're all acting like they're still like egotistical. Yeah. They didn't really grow. Granted... It could be, they say, influence of Loki or the Scepter. Oh, you're that talking about that it. one scene, yeah. I just find the Age of Ultron better movie than the first Avengers. That's just my, my that, opinion. I mean, that's a controversial opinion. I know people that would be like, you're wrong. Yeah, I know. I know. But this is me. And plus, I hate the costume in the original Captain America's costume in Avengers. He's wearing spandex. I don't think anybody liked that first one. But anyway, we're off tangent again. All right, guys. That is our marvelous review of guardians of the galaxy let us know what you thought about it do you do you like it do you have a favorite moment or a moment like eh? let us know also if you have a movie for us to review or a show please email us at tales of two bros at gmail.com or leave a comment below until next time we'll be the next time i'm angel i'm a don love you bro love you too